This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Again, it's Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires here on wingnation.com talking sprint car racing. Our favorite time of the week. We are glad you joined us. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post here, and we are fixing to have a ball. <laughs> are you kidding me? We're talking sprint car racing, and some of our favorites, Brian Brown going to join yep. us, and Sean Becker. I am telling you, this Becker character, I don't know much about him. <laughs> Other than every time you roll into Placerville, he's a handful. Uh-huh. He's messing everything up for everyone else because yeah, he goes yeah. out there and whoops them. So we're going to find out what's going on with Becker, too, from out in California. So we are glad you joined us. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. And great, great show. Great, great time. And we're all fired up here at MRN because it's Procore Week going into Talladega. Oh, they don't race them anywhere in the world like they do at Talladega, so you can follow along with Motor Racing Network all week long, celebrating Procore Week here on the network across all of our programs. Okay, now, so a fascinating place our Twitter world is. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we love our Twitter. Well, there are days when we don't love Twitter. I've gone on my, uh, the Postman account, I've gone on a blocking spree. If you bring anything vile, you're gone. I'm blocking. Uh, Wing Nation is always more sprint car stuff and, and very, very neat. So minding my own business, hanging out, all of a sudden, Twitter starts to blow up. <laughs> and the gentleman that caused Twitter to blow up is from Pennsylvania, which there's people in Pennsylvania that cause Twitter to blow up frequently. There's a few of them. Yeah, there's a few, but rarely is it Don Kreitz no. Jr. Someone apparently had made an accusation, well, someone did make an accusation that him and Davey and Lance are cheating. I'm going to read this to you. Since you seem to know, this is from Don Kreitz Jr., okay? Since you seem to know more about my car than me, here's a deal. <laughs> you know right there, it's game on. I love this. You can hear the bell ringing, ding, 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 ding. We will put up any amount of money, and you must match it. We will tear down the car with any tech official. Legal, we keep the money. Illegal, you keep it. <laughs> now it's time to walk the walk or end it. Love it. 
I think the, I love it. Yes, I think end it is what happened. But unfortunately, yeah, he went Twitter silent. He, the the yeah. the the uh, the, ac- the accuser went Twitter silent. The rest of the Twitter was blew up. Blew up. Okay, and, and Bobby Allen, Bobby yeah. Allen even jumped in there, which is Bobby Allen on Twitter in itself. I mean, uh, he had that yoga phase that he used to do, and now Twitter. I'm I'm still getting my arms around Bobby Allen with all of this, but he did come. Here's the reality. And if you want proof, go back and listen to Lance DeWeese last week. Yeah. When he talked about the move at Port to pass Danny Dietrich. And in the phrase was, back in the day we used to, and at one time we could do this, and we knew we could only do it one time after this, that, and the other yeah, thing. Yeah, and okay. I watch video every week. I watch week, video I study, every week, and yeah. I study it, okay? That's Lance DeWeese. You got the same guy doing the thing as the owner, watching every little detail, yeah. and you've got the same guy as your crew chief doing the detail, and they each have 40 freaking years of experience that they've done it on. Or more. Yeah. Or more. Okay? You, I, am, I, I love our young racers, but the bottom line of it is, is there ain't one of you that did in <laughs> Port Royal in 1982 when Lance Deweese did or whatever it was. Okay? Yeah. I mean, you... That's the beauty of our sport. You just can't beat experience. Yeah, I agree. That's which is why you got to get out there and race. But then when we see experience on display, and 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 this is this is the dream team we're talking about. But but you see it with other schooled racers. Mm-hmm. We 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 see it. I mean, with with uh, you know what Donnie Shots does in a race car, oh, obviously yeah. is good. But even those those uh, Darren Pittman and the 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 the, the, the in the tweeners like Shane Stewart and guys Brad like that, Sweet. Brad yep. Sweet, exactly. What they do in a race car is years and years of experience. And yeah, you know what? I remember they can pull this out of the file. I remember in in. In Placerville, 15 years ago, yeah. I did this, and ah, I worked again. You, 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 young people, we can't, you can't replace that, and that's the beauty of sprint car racing, that yep. experience. Uh, and that's the beauty of Twitter is when Don Kreitz just pulls the man's pants down and whacks him bare-assed <laughs> right on the – I mean, just uh, – it was it was great. So um, so it was cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another social media flare-up from Pennsylvania, this one far more serious um, – but I love the ending on this one. Uh, one of our favorites up there is, uh, my, uh, one of my favorites is Hawk Dizzle, uh, Chris Hockley. He's a photographer, all-around good guy, uh, Brock Zierfoss fan. Uh, he's actually going to Dover in a couple weeks to shoot. He's been really getting into the photography stuff. So Justin Whittle has a flip at Port Royal. Chris does a photo sequence of the flip. Chris... Make sure he has Justin's permission to post the photos. Yeah. Okay. Which is which is admirable, comparable, fair, uh, everything. Justin says, "Yeah, go ahead." He posts the photos. Brent Shearer, another racer up there, zooms in on one of the photos, and instant horror on what they saw. The, the, Justin's head was outside of the cage, on the top by a few inches. By a few inches. Okay. Brent starts on this, and then Danny Dietrich jumps in, and 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 man, I'm telling you what, you can you can like Danny Dietrich or you can hate Danny Dietrich, but when it comes to stuff like this, there is nobody yeah. better than Danny Dietrich, who started just posting pictures of cars with belts not installed properly. Yeah, and I don't know, I've never installed a belt, I've never climbed. I mean, I I don't understand, I don't know it. But it was mind-boggling mm. what some of the pictures were showing. Yeah, and the other pictures that showed other people flipping in their helmets outside of yes, the cage. Yes, absolutely. So, here's where we're at. Justin is a uh, young, I think he's 18 years old from uh, New Jersey. 
His dad all of a sudden it strikes his dad, and it's like, well, and it's a father-son racing yeah. team. His dad uh, calls Darren Pittman and says, look, and this is the thing. Pittman walks him through the the process to get those belt, belts installed. What has happened in Pennsylvania and what needs to happen on all of this is that everybody needs to check your belts. Okay, I, I know, my gosh, just sometimes things seem like it's bare-bone basic, yeah. but I know we're busy, we're thrashing, we're getting ready to go, opening night is coming in, the motor was late, this was late, that was late, we didn't get our tires, we didn't get this, get the belts in, let's go. Okay, we're all a couple weeks into the season. Take your breath, yeah. check your belts. I, I, I'm to, and, and, and Hot Dizzle, well, he hates the attention, he, he loves people seeing his photography, okay, and he hates that it's, potentially negative the guy has such a passion that he's like man if this photo if this conversation if this little firestorm helps helps one person saves one person from a head injury or worse uh then it's all worth it so guys gals racers crew chiefs moms dads everyone micro sprint sprint cars stock cars whatever you do check your belts Check the instructions. Make yeah. sure that you're installing them right. Do just what Justin did. Talk to someone that's got more experience. Call the belt manufacturer. Call this, the seat manufacturers. There's a ton of people out there that can help you install them properly. This sport is full of people that will help. If you're in Pennsylvania, go see. The, Danny, I saw you posted yeah. some pictures on it. Come here. Look at my belt. I will guarantee you he will do it. Darren Pittman, obviously. This sport is full of people who will help you with this. Absolutely. And I love that there's new people coming into the sport, new dads, new racers that graduating from the micros and graduating and everything like that. Okay, the the the, the, beauty, the, the reality of it is, is we don't all know it all, but the reality of it is, is especially when it comes to safety, yep. there are a bunch of guys in the pit, probably at the next truck over, yeah. that'll help you. And so let's, let's do, you know, just, just check. Check your belts. Check your cars. Okay, that's it. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I, I love Hawk Dizzle. Just one of the greatest guys on the planet. And um, he, he's got a lot of uh, – He's he. it's been an interesting week for him, but his passion for the sport, mm-hmm. he, he just loves that maybe a picture that stirred a firestorm – Maybe it'll keep somebody from getting hurt. We'll likely never know because that person won't get hurt. But uh, check your belts and do that. And we appreciate Hawk Dizzle. What a great, uh, great guy. And uh, and this story, uh, the good news is Justin was not injured in the flip. Yeah. And, uh, the, and, and I guarantee you when he rolls back out, those belts are going to be installed properly. And everyone else makes sure it's the same. And this has a happy ending here along the way. See, I said along the way there, too. <laughs> well, I'm at least hearing myself doing it. So uh, so there you go. Uh, classic Ink Screen Printing and Embroidery Hot Topics. Pennsylvania, no shockers there. <laughs> Friday night rain. I am telling Poor you. Poor Williams Grove. This is just not even, this is not even right. No. For Justin and Kathy and the gang up there. I mean, this is, this is every Friday morning you just wait for the press release from Sean yeah. that they're canceled. I, I I, I don't even know what to say. There's nothing you could say. Okay, no shocker on Saturday. Lance DeWeese won and Danny Dietrich won. Now, what's interesting is that Lance won down at Lincoln and Danny won yeah. at Port Royal. So the, they're, there's a, I mean, they're both great. We know they're both great racers. And, and for Danny to win at Port and to Lance to win at Lincoln is not. But if you were going to say Lance and Danny were going to win, where did they race you, at? You would think You would have opposite. had them flip the opposite. Yeah. But uh, that they were. And so no shockers up in Pennsylvania. IRA bumper-to-bumper sprints, they were up at uh, up in Wisconsin. And um, Bill Baylog continued to be Bill Baylog. Uh, not only did he win the IRA bumper-to-bumper sprint race, but he won the midget race beforehand. <laughs> 
Yeah, he won hot laps. He won his heat. He won (laughs) this. He was the first man to the hot dog stand. He uh, got the most money. And uh, Bill Baylog. And uh, uh, Knoxville Raceway, what an opener. Brownie wins. I want to give a shout-out to Ryan Giles. Uh, Ryan, his dad, Scott. I've gotten to know those guys over the last. And it was just, I love Dirt Vision. I love that Mm -hmm. we've got. And when I can sit there in my living room and watch a friend of mine, Scott Giles, taking pictures of his son in victory lane at Knoxville, I am telling you, kudos to Dirt Vision, but kudos to Ryan and Scott. They've overcome a lot here in the last couple of years, uh, uh, last year or so behind the scenes, and uh, good to see Ryan get the win. So there you have our Classic Ink Screen Printing Embroidery Hot Topics. Classic Ink Screen Printing Embroidery for all your apparel needs, hats and shirts and towels and hoodies. Whatever you need, they have it at www.classicinkusa.com. Now, Coming up on the program is Brian Brown and Sean Becker. Check this out, okay? This was Placerville, Saturday night, 360 sprints. Tony Gulda and Sean Becker battling it out. Speed Shift TV had the video. Gary Thomas with the call. It's our Dry Dean Diesel all deftifying move of the week. And now for the Dry Dean deftifying move of the week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Becker is closing off turn four. Sean Becker takes the lead. In a turn one, Guad to the inside is going to spin sideways. That deaf-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Deaf, the official deaf of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. This- if you're hoping that 2021 will finally bring some good news, specifically about ham, well, you just might be an Applegatarian. Because Applegate Naturals slow-cooked ham has no chemical nitrates, no sugar, and made with pork raised with no antibiotics ever. So, yeah, looks like things on the ham front are looking pretty, pretty good. 2021 is the year for ham, people. Go Applegatarian. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why didn't you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. Enjoy our value favorites, like a sausage McMuffin with egg, just two for $4. And get an any-size McCafe premium roast coffee for just a buck. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm. That's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, Mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. I'm Greg Wilson. Everyone has a hero. Aaron's is Steve Kinzer, and Steve's is Paul Sides. We obviously know who likes to party more. You're watching MRN's Wing Nation on MRM.com. 
Thank you, Greg. It is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Uh, it's like it's like everyone has known that I've been to the Sides Bar and Grill once or twice. Well, you've mentioned it once or twice. Well, that's true. There you have it. And most of the people have been there with you. They just yes. don't want to say that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Sides Bar and Grill is a little bit, uh, uh, Bar and Grill is a little bit like home cooking. Oh, okay? yeah. Okay? And now, who doesn't love some home cooking? Uh, I think our first guest, well, exactly, but I think our first guest on the Red Brand Friends hotline, Brian Brown likes a good home cooking because he whirled into Knoxville on Saturday night and parked it on the front stretch. He joins us now on the hotline. Hello, Brownie. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Good to be here, guys. How are you guys this morning? We are doing great. Brian, I'll just kind of, kind of, just as I set it up, had to be great to get back to home to Knoxville and, uh, and, and uh, have such a strong run on Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh not been a, a a horrible start to the season for us but it's not been you know obviously the best start we have a, obviously a couple of top fives at the outlaws and was in contention there a few nights but we've also uh got our teeth kicked in a few nights too so um overall in general um anytime you can go through that and come out uh with your head above water and then get back home where you can kind of get back to basics um you know it's always good and um uh, there's no different this saturday uh the car Car was good from the time we unloaded on practice night, and uh, we carried that through to to be able to win there on Saturday. Well, Brian, first I, I got to congratulate you, but you also made my daughter very happy. As most fans know, my daughter Kate is a huge Brian Brown fan, uh, so we were watching you on Dirt Vision. But it was an emotional win for you. You mentioned in um, Victory Lane you didn't want to dedicate the race to your grandmother. Tell tell us that didn't really for those of us who didn't really know Barb. Tell us a little bit about her. Yeah, I mean, she was just an you know an avid uh, sprint car fan um, and just a fan in general of anything that her grandkids would, would, was involved with. And you know, everybody obviously thinks or, or categorizes me with being at Knoxville Raceway and being with Danny and you know my grandpa and racing um, with me racing myself. But you know, a lot of my young childhood days were we sat in section G, row row nineteen, row twenty for for most of those races as I was growing up from three or four years old until I started, you know, I was able to go to the pit. So uh, a lot of my memories of going to Knoxville are, are from her. And, um, you know, uh, she was a, she was a huge part of our, our family. Um, you know, it was kind of a straight shooter. She didn't, she didn't, she told you kind of, um, she didn't really beat around the bush. She kind of told it like it was. And, um, you know, if you didn't, didn't want to know the answer, she probably wouldn't have wanted to ask the question to, but uh, overall, uh, she was fighting COPD for four or five years and just got to be, she got some pneumonia and stuff like that. And just, uh, it was more than she could handle and uh, just no more suffering now. So uh, hopefully we can win some more races uh, in her honor here uh, throughout the rest of our career. Well, I am fairly sure you will. And we appreciate the tribute to uh, to your grandmother uh, there at the track. I just think that uh, memories of sitting in grandstands yeah. with parents or grandparents are, are priceless. And uh, it's so nice that you, you not only have them, but you uh, share them with us as uh, we as, as we roll along. So, so Brian, um, you get back to Knoxville. Uh, you, you talk about your early season stuff. Where is the uh, where, where is the train go? Are you going to be uh, staying close to Knoxville? Are you going to be in the Midwest? Are you going to travel all over the place? Continue on, kind of. What's the game plan now as you as you assess where you're at now that things have picked up all across the country? Yeah, I mean, we'll just kind of do what we normally have done. Just kind of go and race. Um, you know, where, where the money is, we'll, we'll go to, uh, you know, Lake Ozark on Friday with the outlaws and then either we'll go to Peasley or Knoxville Saturday, depending on the weather. And then, um, you know, we'll just, you know, we'll be in this area. Jackson will kick off here soon. And then, 
we have Mansfield for the hundred thousand. So um, we'll we'll do the Pennsylvania swing late in the September area, and you know that we really enjoy going out there. That the fans are great. And about eight of the, eight out of the ten T-shirt orders that we have online are coming from Pennsylvania. So they're uh, they're very very dedicated. And we're, we're we're proud of that. And you know, just kind of we'll still do seventy or eighty races, and you know, try to just. Uh, you know, keep keep getting consistent, and you know, um, as things change, the tires change, the cars change a little bit, and things like that. You just got to keep up on it. The only way to keep up on it's race and race uh, as many nights as you can, and with the best you can. So uh, we'll try to get with the outlaws uh, as much as you can. I think that's what's good about our schedules. We can go get beat up a little bit by them, and then get back to Knoxville and, and get a get our confidence back up and, and have some good runs, and then. Uh, get back out and get with them again. If, if you're in with them full time, you don't you're not able to go home and and mm-hmm. and have some fun. So um, that's what that's what the plan is for for this year for us. Absolutely, Brian. Going back to Saturday night, the track uh, in Knoxville it, it seemed wide and slick. It almost seemed like uh, at least watched on Dirt Vision like a Nationals night. It wasn't like what you expect from an early season race at Knoxville. You know, wet and a little bit around the bottom. Uh, talk about how that just suits your driving style, and that's you know such great preparation as you focus on the Nationals. Yeah, um, it's it's probably one of the best opening night tracks I think I've ever seen there. You know, uh, just you know the Duncans, you just almost get to expect that you're going to get tracks like that you know majority of the time just because they're so good and um you know there was there was a nice lane on the bottom as aaron reitzel showed he when he came up through the field and there was you know you could run the top and it was wide in between so i mean it was five six car lengths wide and the heat race is really good and you know i think that's just uh the races you see right now that are really, really good races, you know, the Knoxville's and the Port Royals and places like that are just real wide and, you know, you can kind of maneuver all over. So, uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. You know, we started sixth and we got a good start and got into third and you know, was able to get by Austin and then we were able to track down Justin and, um, and get by him. And then, you know, the track hit, you know, it just starts changing and you don't know and you're, you're, you're looking – Aaron, as you know, you're you're running the top, and then you're looking you're looking at the bottom, you're looking at the middle, you're making sure it's not going to lay rubber. Or what, I mean, you're just, there's a lot of things that goes through your, through your mind, and you know when you're racing there. And uh, uh, we weren't probably as good there at the end of the race as we felt like we needed to be, but uh, we were good enough to get the victory. So uh, that's that's the most important thing. And we can come back here this week and realize or try to figure out why we weren't as good late, and just uh, continue to get better. And that's that's our goal is go there every single week that we can and, and use, use it as a test session to try to get better and try something different every single night to try to uh, really land on that ultimate package that, you know, hopefully would put us in a good position to win the Knoxville Nationals. Ryan, you just said that at, at the end of the race you weren't as good as you wanted to be. And in victory lane, you said it wasn't one of your prettiest wins. And I was thinking, well, from my, my point of view, it looked pretty <laughs> darn good. Uh, what was it? Did you, know, did you just kind of lose the handle on the car at the end of the race? Well, yeah, a little bit there. And then, you know, as you know, when you come up to traffic, you got to make you know, you got to make precise moves and you got to make them count. And you can't hesitate. And I just feel like a couple times there when I got to, you know, even when I got to Justin, I needed to be a little bit more aggressive and maybe try to try to run the bottom in one and two instead of following him for four or five laps around the top. And when I got to lap traffic, I felt like I made a couple mistakes where, you know, if you catch a guy and, and you're able to pass him and then you make a mistake and now he's five car lengths back ahead of you, you cannot do that, um, especially – with Donnie shots breathing down your neck. You've got, I mean, yeah. that, that's really what you're, what I'm thinking about is, yeah, we're good enough to win there Saturday, but what's it going to take to win the Knoxville Nationals? And it's going to take 50 perfect laps. 
and you might as well practice on making 20 perfect if you plan on making 50 perfect. And um, that's what that's what our that's my mindset is. Yeah, it may look make look good from the outside or somebody watching on Dirt Vision, but inside that car, you know, man, I just I'm losing time. That was a dumb move, and, and you know, and you can't. And then you get to thinking, and you get to searching around a little bit more. So in general. I'd say it was about a six out of ten, and uh, hopefully I can clean it up this weekend and uh, hopefully get another win. There you have it, Brian. Um, we had a conversation uh, earlier in the show um, about experience. Uh, we had had, to, to, to bring you up to speed with it, Lance DeWeese was on last week, and he talked about the pass of Dietrich at Port Royal and how back in the day there used to be that line and yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, man, you just can't beat experience. Lance is obviously one of those veteran guys that has a lot of experience. You're kind of one of those tweener guys. You're, 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 you're not veteran like Lance, but you're certainly not one of the young kids. How much now do you... How much are you able to go to that file of experience, and 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 how important is that to you as a race car driver? As now you start to back up year after year after year, it's very very important, you know. And um, we keep very very detailed notes. Me and my crew chief Chad Morgan keep very detailed notes that, you know, we we try to keep as much data as we can uh, on every single thing as we can. And um, you know, to give you an example. You know, the setup that I have in my car on Saturday night was probably the same within reason, a quarter turn here, a quarter turn there, and maybe a half-inch staggered difference is what I had in 2007. So, you you mean it's, you know, it's it's easier to go there and have success if you kind of got a baseline package. And I think that's sometimes why maybe we struggle when we go to different parts of the country, you know, the Californias and places like that. We just really haven't landed on something that what feels really, really good to me, where I'm I'm comfortable to put that car on the edge or or what I can do at Knoxville. But yeah, I mean, you take a guy that has like myself ten or twelve years worth of notes, and then you take a guy that's just shown up there for the first time. You know, he's definitely at a disadvantage. So um, Lance is 100% right. It's uh, you know, they there's only one way to get get experience, so and that's just to continue racing. And uh, I've been lucky enough to be able to sustain somewhat of a long career here and hopefully to make it a lot longer. So, uh, but we couldn't do that things is, you know, with, with the schedule we do and things like that with all of our great partners, you know, obviously like Casey's and FEP and all of our great partners. So, um, you know, we're looking, looking forward to, uh, to gaining more experience and uh, hopefully one day going after that big prize. There you have it. Now, uh, speaking of that, we're, we're, we're about at the end of our time here, but uh, you had to make a – now you made you have a new partner this year or an extended partner. You made a trophy delivery to them this week. Is that what you did? Who got the trophy? Yeah, with, um, our, 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 we had a partner come, in, come on last year towards the end of the year, J.D. Welding out of, uh, out of Iowa. They're real close to Knoxville, and um, great, great family, but we never got the victory lane at Knoxville. And uh, luckily, luckily enough, they came back on board again with us this year for a full season. And uh, and they they were able to uh, to be down at Victory Lane uh, with us. So there's nothing like handing that trophy to one of your partners, uh, even one of your new partners, and uh, just thanking them for just believing in you. And you know, it's a little piece that you can give back, and they can take to their business and and show their their employees and then their customers of of why they spend their money on 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 dirt track racing and. Uh, Hopefully it's not the last one they, they get from me, and uh, hopefully uh, if they're not doing anything, maybe I can meet them back in Victory Lane again this Saturday. There you have it. Brian, as always, we appreciate the time, appreciate the insight that you always bring to the program, and uh, we wish you the best as the season unfolds. 
Sounds good. I appreciate it. And tell, tell little Kate I said hello. I will for sure. There you have it. And, and, and my day. boy Ray. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Guys, oh, Ray, I love that, all you guys. That <laughs> other guy, too. Ray. That other. Yeah, Ray. What's, yeah, Ray. That's his yeah, name, yeah. right? Yeah, that other guy, right? So, yeah. That, thanks, <laughs> Brown. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why didn't you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. Enjoy our value favorites, like a sausage McMuffin with egg, just two for $4. And get an any-size McCafe premium roast coffee for just a buck. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Every day, people experience mysteries that challenge the laws of nature, like enjoying a Coke Zero Sugar. It looks, sounds, and tastes delicious. But how does one explain the great taste if there are zero calories and zero sugar? Some mysteries are just too mysterious. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No TV binging session is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Hi, I'm Casey Kane. Now back to Wing Nation. Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, is rolling along. Always appreciate talking with Brian Brown. Always love uh, chatting with uh, him. Uh, let's go. Uh, we're going west. Um, I, one of the things I love about our sport is that when you go to certain regions of the countries, you run into a guy that is a whole handful to handle. Yep. Uh, we talk about it a lot when we talk about the different regions of the country, but I am telling you what. If you're going to race Placerville, I would strongly suggest you pack a lunch, maybe two, because you're going to have to deal with the shark there. And he joins us on the Red Brand Fence Hotline after a win on Saturday night. Sean Becker's on the line. Hello, Sean. Welcome to Wing Nation. Well, yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate you talking to these local West Coast boys. It's nice to, nice for the appreciation. Well, I'll tell you, this is one of my, uh, just to, 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 to comment on that, uh, I spent a little time with the Katings last year, and one of my frustrations are that we don't get yeah. enough time to talk to all you guys in California, and uh, we need to do Wing Nation California maybe or something like that. But anyhow, <laughs> but we are talking now and uh, picked up that win on Saturday night at uh, Placerville. Tell us all about your run. Yeah, it was a really good night for us, and especially to have one that early in the season. It um, really helps kind of build confidence for the rest of the year, but um yeah, my car owner, Dan Monoff, we hadn't won together since uh, July of uh, 2017. So um, we had been, we were really close a few times last year, and then I either just got straight out drove or 
or something fell off on the car. Like it just nothing seemed to work our way. But yeah, this Saturday night was really good. We uh, picked up some speed from the week we ran there before. And uh, man, um, I keep drawing good pills lately. Like usually I'm not a good pill drawer, so I'm always drawing like third or fourth row, and I got to pass all these young kids to try to get a win. And um, we drew second row. Um, a couple guys had a problem, got us up front, and man, yeah, we had a great battle with uh, Caleb Henry and Tony Gualda, a couple really talented kids that you guys are going to be hearing lots about pretty soon. So, yeah, to finally be able to get it done like it, it was very, very rewarding. I'm sure. Sean, you talked after the race about trying to find a line that worked. You know, the track was a little tricky. It was slick. Uh, curb was almost to the very edge. Um, describe as a driver what's going through your head during the race, how you're actually physically looking around and, and finding that, that line, that low line with the moisture that you seemed to obviously work. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one of the best things about racing at Placerville every week is Scott Russell, the promoter and operator there, he got he has the track dialed in all the time and uh, Placerville usually gets a really big curb around the edge um, that um, you just kind of got to get up on the wheel and rip around there. Um, But this night um, in particular, uh, it wasn't there and it was like right on the edge of the track and then halfway through the feature, it almost like fell off. So you were just using the bank. There was no curb to lean onto. So yeah, I was definitely struggling with that a bit. Um, um, got passed on the bottom a couple times, um, and this just had to move around. Like you got that wing to play with, move that around as well, and finally found something on the bottom. Have the wing all the way in the trunk, and yeah, on a late restart, uh, Tony Gualdo was committed to the top, and I just I found the bottom at the right time and kind of I caught him by surprise, so, and we were able to get the pass done. Get the pass done and get the win done. That is neat and uh, always great to see. Uh, Sean, your your background on this. You know, we 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 talked to so many different racers, and you have just honed right in on Placerville. Uh, your background. How did how how did you land? Uh, why, I mean, obviously it's a local racetrack. I get that, but but uh, what's your background as far as racing goes that's brought you to this point? Well, I'm a I'm an outlaw cart kid, so okay. yeah, all these talented people that you see coming from the outlaw cart ranks that's that's where I started, and I am yeah just a huge fan of that sport right. and that type of racing, and I've been able to see all the greats go through. Like Brad Sweet was super fast, super young, um, and even the NASCAR greats like Matt De Benedetto was one of my favorite kids growing up to watch race, and then. Everybody knows the superstar of Kyle Larson um, coming up through the ranks. So to be able to see those kids um, grow and develop their skills through the years like has been an absolute privilege. And, yeah, that's where I come from, and I'm proud of it for sure. Talking about the outlaw cards, the California racing seems to be so healthy right now. Um, talk about the young talent. You t- mentioned Tony Gualda, but there's a, there's a handful mm. or more than a handful of up-and-coming younger kids. No, absolutely, and yeah, and we we always seem to lose kind of like our really top talents, and and that's no disrespect to the kids that are still out here because there's still a ton of talent here. But yeah, we have like Logan CV and now Towner Carrick um, are kicking butt in the in the midget world back east, and like they were outlaw cart kids. But yeah, there's just so much uh, racing, so much talent. Um, it's just man. 
and I keep getting older and older, so it gets <laughs> tougher and tougher for me to get these wins done. So, um, but it's it's fun to watch. Like I'm a fan of racing first and foremost. So to see all this, all these kids coming up through the ranks, and then to be rooting for them and for their future, like wherever they do end up going, it's been real fun. Really fun indeed. We have the same uh, with um, with Millbridge over here. I get a chance to get out there occasionally on Wednesday nights and during the off season. And man, I'll tell you, the talent is is phenomenal. All right, I'm probably going to get in trouble here, Sean. Um, and if I do, I apologize in advance. But I read a bio on you, and I don't know if it's a current bio or a few yeah. years ago. Okay, and it talked about you have two children. Is that correct? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Under the marriage, it said it's complicated. Is it still complicated, or y'all is it is it is that an old bio, or is it complicated? Oh no, no, it's (laughs) no, it's not complicated. (laughs) Well, see, what's really interesting is my um, my wife. uh, She lived in Chico her whole life. Yeah, never went to a sprint car race. Oh, so so I when I met her, like I definitely didn't like lay the law down but i very like politely said okay honey this is what i do on the weekends like <laughs> you are more than welcome to come and and join me but like but i understand you don't have to like racing can be an acquired taste but this is what this is what i do and this is where i'll be on the weekends and she came and like grabbed it with both hands and she became a huge fan like she's like became a scorer um wow. like in the booth like yeah she's like this is her world now as well, so yeah, it's not too complicated. Like it, it, it's a great love story. It worked out. That is awesome. <laughs> see, I see. Yeah. I specialize. Every relationship I've ever had is complicated. So yours ends up. <laughs> yours ends up. Yours ends up happily ever after at Placerville. It's like okay, here we go. I thought maybe I had a brother in complicated relationships here, but uh, that is great. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Um, really, really neat and. Uh, and another new race fan. Yeah. Oh, we get them one at a time, or sometimes we get them in big groups. So yeah. that is great. Sean, absolutely. Absolute pleasure to chat with you. I've been watching your videos from out there, and uh, it's it, it's good to chat with you. Congratulations. Thanks for joining us, and we wish you continued success. I appreciate the time, guys. Thank you so much. There we go. Sean Becker. Uh, that's Awesome. That is good stuff. I was nervous for you going there because well, I, I saw just, that bio but, but too. But it's on a bio on a public page. I saw it. It's on I King of the it. West series public page. So we either need to touch up the bio or tell the story, one or the other. Okay, I'm I'm good either hey, way. I give you credit. Oh, Lord knows if they, well, I specialize in comp. If you're hoping that 2021 will finally bring some good news, specifically about ham, well, you just might be an Applegatarian. Because Applegate Natural slow-cooked ham has no chemical nitrates, no sugar, and made with pork raised with no antibiotics ever. So, yeah, looks like things on the ham front are looking pretty, pretty good. 2021 is the year for ham, people. Go Applegatarian. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The breakfast stampede meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. Enjoy our value favorites, like a sausage McMuffin with egg, just two for $4. And get an any-size McCafe premium roast coffee for just a buck. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm. That's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still, 
Very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm. Is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter. And with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. .com to win this awesome ride. Red Brand Fence. Safe, durable, dependable, and long-lasting. Whether it's keeping horses, cattle, and livestock in or stopping predators, Red Brand is the best fence money can buy. Each inch of the woven wire is inspected for top quality before it's crowned with the trademark Red Top Wire. Red Brand Fence, the most trusted name in agriculture, residential, and commercial fence for over a century. For more information, go to redbrand.com. This is Shane Stewart, and you're watching MRN's Wing Nation. I'm with Steve Post and Aaron Everham. Evern. Evernham. Evernham. All right, I'll start over. This is Shane Stewart, and you're watching MRN's Wing Nation on MRN.com with Steve Post and Aaron Evernham. Couple of takes there for Shane Stewart. Yeah. We're all, she, see, there's so many people. She's still Crocker. That's the thing. You and know, I'm so. fine. The sprint car world, you can still call oh, yeah. me Crocker. She's still Crocker. Exactly. I'm just relieved, okay, that uh, that we didn't get Sean Becker to hang up on when I asked about his complicated marriage. Me okay? too. I, I was thought about it. I thought bit. about it. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to jump in and go for it. And uh, then we come out with a good love story. Yeah. Happy ending at the racetrack at Placerville yeah. every Saturday night. That is so neat. That is great. I love I love, there's just so many good, talented racers out there. Sean is just, man, he's he's a magician going around that mm-hmm. racetrack. Gosh, man, he just, he, he knows that track. It's so, so fun to watch. National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. Uh, tomorrow, one of our favorites, Kenny Jacobs. Oh. Uh, love Kenny Jacobs. The mouse. Arthur Chevrolet. Saturday, the uh, Earl of Baltus. Earl Baltus, uh, the Earl of Eldora, that is. Earl Baltus. And uh, would have had a birthday on Saturday. Today, this is old school right here. 2011 class of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, Bob Berman. Born April 23rd, 1884. Okay? In 1909, he won the Presto Light Trophy Race. For those of you unfamiliar with it, which was me until a couple of hours ago researching this, (laughs) The Presto Light Trophy Race was the two-year forerunner to the Indianapolis 500, which started in uh, 2011. 2011, he was in the 500. He also set world speed records at Indianapolis and at the beach in Daytona. 2016, he died in a crash in a road race, but his life is forever enshrined at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum Bob Berman. Boy, another one of those names that means nothing to me when I start researching it. And you realize these are the these are the cats that made it all yep. happen, and uh, died in 1916. That's old school person <laughs> right there. So uh, yeah, so we appreciate it. Sprint car HOF, sprint car H or sprint car HOF or sprint car Hall. 
Sprint Car HOF. Sprint Car HOF, and then it's Sprint Car Hall Which, on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Just Google Yeah, it. I was just going to say. Just Google This day it. and You'll age, find you can it. find okay. it. Okay. Wing Nation gear is available at wingnation.com. Also available on the All-Star Circuit of Champions trailers this week. Attica Raceway Park, fingers crossed, of course, Friday Racing, and Wayne County. So uh, get your Wing Nation gear. And uh, I'd like to remind everyone again, this week, we talked about the this earlier, it's Procore Week. MRN heads to Talladega Super Speedway as part of Procore Week here on the Motor Racing Network. Now, our HRP Racing Calendar upcoming shows. Okay, can't wait for this one. Thursday, the crowd pleaser on our Wing Nation podcast. Yes, the last we saw of him, well, no, we saw him Saturday night at uh, yeah. Knoxville. The previous last we saw of him is going in and out of a frozen lake <laughs> in Minnesota. Uh, huh? What? Well, that's what we're going to ask. We're going to ask about the frozen lake. And on Saturday, Wing Nation by Sage Fruit on Mav TV, Geo Selzy is going to join mm-hmm. Ashley Strummy and I. Wow. Man, lots of good stuff. That is for sure. Hey, we appreciate uh, Sean Becker and we appreciate Brian Brown for joining us here on the program. More important, though, we thank you for joining us here today on Wing Nation. Wing Nation has been brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our string. Watch Wing Nation Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. You can also find Wing Nation on wingnation.com or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm, yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com.